Hello, and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura, and as always, I'm joined by Mike Smith, award-winning director Brian Redondo, and Savon Jones, aka Captain Bonnie. This is episode 71, and we're going to dabble in some PS5 news. Alexis, you can stop listening after the first 10 minutes. For everyone else, I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not, you can always ask us for a refund. Welcome back to Confidently Wrong. We have the full crew with us. Mike, you didn't have another wedding to go to today? Another? Thank God. Thank God. I love all my friends, but if any of them are listening, save me, save you $200 and save me $1,500 and just don't invite me to your wedding. <laughs> Got him. How much, how much do we have to pay Mike for his feature today? Uh, I don't know. He like, What's his cost? He like, he like Little feet? Dirk these days. I have... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what, what? It's fine. It's warranted. It's fine. A, my, you did out. miss. You did miss like six like out of eight. No way. Yeah. No way. Scarcity increases six demand. Of- he knows what he's doing. You did I think. Get yeah. Scarcity? I think you missed two in a row, and then we got you for two, and then you missed. And then you missed two no again. No way. No I think that's how it went. Way. I'll go back and check. All right. Well, it's, I'm back. I'm back. You're back. We're I'm excited. Welcome. Loud and proud. Welcome. He's in his man cave. It's all set up. We've seen it's the pictures. It's an office. It's Mike an has, office. It's an it office. Not a man, I have never called it a man cave. Oh, I thought you did. I'm, no, no. It's an office. It's, it's got a couch in it. You can there call is, it what you want. There, it is what it is. There is one to three hours of work done in here daily. So that's, that, that sounds like an office. office. It's Mike's space. Let's just call it that. It's Mike's space. It's We've man been cave. getting pictures and updates on it. It's looking really dope. He's got a big screen on the wall. He's got his L-shaped desk. He's got his new mic. He he bought a new mic for Mike. So you Mike can hear me clearly mic. with yeah. no siblings. We're, we're going to see how the audio turns out. We're That was our suspicion that maybe his old mic was broken. He's got a pop filter. It's on an arm. It, you know, one of those the spring-loaded like lamp arms that, that can move out of the way like a real Twitch streamer. Yeah, He's Mike is good. drumming on the desk and we can't even hear it. <laughs> really? Moving on up. His no mic. His let's hear his, your plosives. Can we get his a plosive window test? light hitting his face? Siblings. He really thought about where the light was going to be on this streaming platform, and we're not it even recording. Good light. This. It is good light too. Huh? Yeah, you're looking sharp. All right, Thanks, so Mike. Bud. But what we really want to know is how has your adventure been building this new PC gaming computer slash work computer that you've built yourself? Peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. Um, So what I will say is that my personal computer ate the dust. Real quick, kind of funny story there. I got it really cheap off eBay, brand new, like five or six years ago. Yeah. I did a lot of research. Like, I didn't just, like, send it. Like, you know, I I went down a (laughs) rabbit hole. I got ADHD obsessed with it. I obsessed over it. And then I got a good one. It was a brand new MacBook Pro 16 gig i7. I got it, like, $900 off. Um, And it worked fine. Like, I used it when I worked with Savan. Like, it, it worked. It worked. I had it for, like, five or six years. And suddenly it wouldn't... Uh, I couldn't connect it to monitors, which is obviously an issue in the setup. So I take it to the Apple store. They're like, we don't really know what to do, but it's only worth $200. First red flag against Apple. Like, Jesus Christ, I just got a 500, five years ago and it was $200. And they're like, it's going to cost 500 to fix it. So I don't know what you want to do. Not worth it. So she was like, you could take it home and factory reset it. And I was like, whatever, I'll try that. I take it home. I go to factory reset it. And when I boot it up, it does one of those remote authentication things. Like if you get a computer from work and it says, please sign into your Amazon employee account. I was like, oh. <laughs> Mike, are you an Amazon employee? I, I am not an Amazon employee. <laughs> Uh-oh. This is a podcast, you know, so none of this can be incriminating. As He's got just, all Jeff know. Bezos' secrets on that thing. <laughs> That's right, I, have some, like, I, I have some like stupid. Yo, you've pro- got RGB on this thing. It's it's looking like a real you so, know so YouTube anyway, special. Tell us about it. So so I go to build the. So I'm like, okay, well, I need a new computer. I don't go anywhere. Like I have a tablet, so I don't need a, a laptop. I certainly. Like the amount of money you can spend on a PC relative to a Mac is like so much better of a PC versus like a baseline Mac. So I go to I was like All in right, terms of performance, computer. but maybe performance, not reliability. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we'll Apple is. Well, I mean, you want to talk about reliability, yeah. then you have to go into Apple and they they f you up the B to to uh, to fix it. Like they that's, that's, flower up your bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, awesome. so I go so. Building a computer is an interesting process because I think everybody thinks the hard part is assembling it. Um, no, that's easy. Not... It's all plug-in. It's just, it fits. It's yeah, like well, you have to do it properly. You can mess it up. Like, so I have, there's a video. It's like an hour-long video of this guy who walks you through every part. And that was really great. So prior to that, I had no idea what to do. And that video really made it, it helpful. The hard part is absolutely picking the right parts because you have to not only pick things that work for you, but things that are going to be compatible. So I have a bunch of friends that are very nerdy on the PC stuff and they essentially pick the parts for me, kind of like working with me, like, what's your budget? Like, what kind of stuff do you want to do? So they did What was your budget, Mike? It's like 1500. Oh, you Um, get a really good computer. Okay. Okay. What what kind of stuff did you want to do besides 8K hentai? (laughs) (laughs) On the record here, blowing the spot up. Normalize what you love. Yeah, we're not kink shaming. No, we're not. No shame. We're not kink shaming here. Well, okay. So first off, yeah, that is a good PC. But what does fifteen hundred dollars get you in a MacBook? Like not uh, much. Almost an yeah. Almost an iMac. No, just kidding. Almost a almost a MacBook Pro. You can get a Mac Mini with the M1 chip, maybe. And the M1 chip is super powerful. That one's like seven. Well, I have one in. The Mac Mini, but if I was gonna anyway, so so I can't even remember what my point. So was. what did you want to do? Are you gaming? Are you oh, photo yeah, editing? What is this you programming? So yeah. I, so I'm recording this this. I'm I need to do a lot of things. So like my whole office is kind of one, or at least this desk is kind of like one big hub. Like everything's connected. So I have two studio monitors. When I say I mean like speakers, like kind of big speakers. I have a TV, two monitors, my work laptop and my PC, and then I have an audio interface. So one thing I'm going to do is that you have to kind of have a computer. So the the studio speakers have to go through the interface. So it's like you can't just connect stuff into them. You have to connect devices to them through the interface. So I needed something that can, A, run that interface all the time and, and kind of keep that on. Through that, I'm going to hopefully be able to, because I don't want to have to buy a guitar amp. So what you could do is you can just get audio production software, get your tone in the software, and then you can play guitar through your computer, essentially. So rather than buying amps and pedals and stuff like that, I can do all that digitally, and I'm just going to pirate. Again, it's a podcast. This can't be incriminating. I'm just free spitballing here. (laughs) I theoretically could pirate audio software, and then essentially I have access to tons of different tones, so I could do that. Trial version, freeware. It's out there, Mike. Yeah, Upstanding citizen Mike Smith would never do that. I like how you say spitballing as if that's a cover. (laughs) (laughs) Spitballing like that was implausible. I will will see that FCC in court. Um, so I need to do As that. You can hear your honor spitballing. Really, <laughs> I wasn't really like, serious. I was just, it was just you know, proposing. just throwing ideas, brainstorming. Really, if I did it, this is how I would have done it. That's and all. You know, and then, and then also gaming. So my PlayStation, my Xbox, and now my PC are all going to be plugged into. Well, the the everything will be plugged into the TV, so I can use the computer on the TV, which is going to be cool because I can finally take advantage of the the lg oled properly but i don't think also- you need a 3060 ti for minesweeper mike <laughs> for well it's, i was laughing at all my buddies who were helping me because it's like every like true pc nerd they play like indie games that like you could run on like a toaster so it's like <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do some of that but like i'm excited like at least for the pc and gaming wise like to like red dead like i can play it 70 frames per second now on the tv same thing you know so it's like a lot of i think most cross-platform games i'll probably end up getting on pc um especially like stuff like apex or like you know if we play the new Warzone or whatever stuff like that like i could theoretically play with y'all on the computer versus the thing <laughs> he's not i know it. theoretically look theoretically theoretically no i'm just been itching. Here. i look i've been itching for a cooperative first person shooter i just feel like apex is so intimidating now to get into but you have a full um, squad of competent people. You just don't want to play with us no more. No, I do. I miss y'all a lot. I actually like, think about it West. a lot. I don't know why. I just oh, don't it's, smack your teeth. Head, I ain't seen this dude in months. This man talking about. This man talking about. I can't I wait to build my there. PC and game. You don't even want PlayStation with us no more. 
I know. I you know. Don't you got on this podcast, and we're, and we're good at Apex. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about I'm gonna do all this gaming and podcast, and we don't even game and podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do you that's, have that mic arm? That's <laughs> where the that's where the 8K. You know, <laughs> maybe the 8K hente jokes was actually a cry for help. Here, you're not. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going down the rabbit hole. This boys. sounds like the, an insult, Mike. You're not enough of a neck beard to be using all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that no, in but look, the look, best of terms. Look, that is a good thing. Aspirational. Once I get settled into a routine, it's all going to come back. Like I it's I don't want to be like this. Trust me. You think I want to be traveling everywhere? Y'all know me. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. But life kind of is making me do Apparently, adulting is cringy to say now, but adulting has been effing my B lately. So <laughs> all of that to say, it's been a cool experience to bring it back to the PC thing. Assembling it was super fun. It's really just kind of like really complicated Legos that if you mess it up, like it's hundreds of dollars. But it was really cool. It's really fun. It's really satisfying. But what we were talking about before is like, A, I've been very unlucky, which is kind of just part of the, the shtick, like... You that it could just happen that way, and then B, it's just kind of there's some really annoying parts that are just kind of baked into the process. So I built the whole thing, then found out my motherboard was messed up, so I had to take it all apart, and then I could, um, and then I had to get a new motherboard. But you could get all this stuff off Amazon, so it's kind of easy that way. Maybe that led to me getting a faulty product, but anyway. So all in all, I'm excited. I think it'll be good. I think once I actually get to use it and have a normal life back. It'll be cool. Assembling it was super fun. I don't know. I and think you cable I would rec- managed the hell out of it. Yeah, the desk. I didn't see, I didn't see very, any. I didn't see any yeah, cables. It was clean. Yeah, I'm very proud of my cable management. That's also been a big focus of mine. I got to practice on Anna's desk and then do it for real on mine. In fact, today when I finish my computer, I'm doing cable um, desk 2.0, doing some upgrades. Curry's coming to stay, so I got to get it straight for the boys. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll kind of be the last thing I need, and then I can like actually now use all the stuff and not just like accumulate. Sh- for no reason just to have <laughs> i'm like a hoarding dragon I yeah just, no like, you're 100 percent. you're you're you i don't know what it is there's gonna be a word to describe what this larger phenomenon with you is because i know what it is in my brain but i haven't quite landed on the language to verbalize it but just i'm know like that's in the that's in the oven right now it feels kind of <laughs> like like maybe i'm like nesting you know like i'm like a bird that <laughs> just that. keeps leaving keeps not leaving the little nest itself. coming back yeah. with little like reeds and but never actually being in there you're the person who cooks but doesn't want to eat the person who builds something but doesn't want to use it there's a there's a word is this there's something to describe what this is because i'm when i, I like watch the, it i I'm like just, the ride i like I'm the journey awe. i like the journey <laughs> but do you like the journey because we've talked about how i don't know if you like the journey either. <laughs> i think i think me getting worked up is just like show is the Part only way yeah. yeah, no, I think it's just like... If you want to get worked live, up, you can play I, Apex with us. That's a group activity. I'm going to. Oh, my God. Me and <laughs> Wes, I'm looking at you, Wes. <laughs> yeah, Look. we'll see. All right. We'll see. I, 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 don't, I can't just even remember. Real, real milk and I cigarettes can't. energy, Mike. <laughs> 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 That's real. We're going to go to Disneyland soon energy. <laughs> that was seven years ago, Mom. <laughs> I, I just have like Daniel Day Lewis. I'm going to like just have like in a couple years, you know, I'm going to have that Daniel Day-Lewis and there will be blood moment. I've abandoned my <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, don't talk about me watching Spider-Man. Why don't you hop on Apex? I'll watch Spider-Man when you turn on your PlayStation. Yeah. All right. That's let's, talk about, wow. let's talk about PlayStation. Wow. They just released a whole bunch of news, some updates. The PlayStation Plus subscription levels are live. No one cares. I don't know if anybody's actually bought into oh, those. I'm not doing it. We're not going to talk about it. So... The first big piece of news that Brian and Mike seem to be excited about, and I don't know about Savant's not excited, but I don't think The Last of Us is coming out with a remake, or Naughty Dog is coming out with a remake of the original game that came out on PS3. Three, three. is that right? Three, three. PS3. Yeah. They came out with a remake. Nine, it's gonna years, be ready. Nine years ago. It's going to be ready for PS5. Brian and Mike, tell us about it. What do we need to know? Let's start no, with Brian. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Uh-uh. Hang on. Because we what, talked what? about this before the show. We did talk about this before the show. We did talk well, what do you want to talk about? I, we're not you don't want to talk about this at all? No, I, no, no, I do. End, no, I do. I do. Yeah, here. Let me give it a little... Because behind... The, I want to pull the curtain back. Um, <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. I am really close, folks, listening to the show, all five of you, to driving to 
Austin, Austin, which I love. I'm not going for disc golf. I'm not going for barbecue. I'm going to slap Wesley Nakamura across the face. I would go just to watch that. I'm wanting to stone cold stun him for months now. Right here. Why that is, is because Wesley is what we call selectively (laughs) ignorant. He has chosen to just not kind of take knowledge we've given him and bring it into his brain. I also have a goldfish brain, but, you know, I, I can own that. The thing is, our friend and Wesley Nakamura, who puts so much work into the show, He's great amazing. father, great husband, great educator, just refuses, willfully refuses to understand the difference between a remake and a remaster. It's and a spectrum. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's actually Wikipedia not. It's, it's, a, it's, a it's actually a binary. No, and here's the thing. I've explained it. To you I know, on I this show. I did forget. I know, and you did forget, so it's okay. So but, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to explain it again. Savan is going to explain it again, yeah. and we're going to talk about <laughs> why we're excited. Yeah. For and if so, he remembers it this time, we'll know yeah. who Wes is. And also, so this is because of the bit I'm not going to remember it, but No, it's going. cool. This is, this is also for our listeners, because some people who game legit don't know the difference between remasters and remake. Right. That's a real conversation. Okay, I'm listening. So, so listen and Wes. When it comes to games, games come out, they exist. A lot of times we say, oh, wouldn't it be great if they like made this game modern or something of that nature? Well, then you get into remakes and remasters. So there's a distinction. Let me start with what a remaster is. A remaster is when you take the original product, and this could actually apply to movies as well, actually, is a decent analogy. And music. And music. and music, right? That's actually a good analogy. Is when you take the original and you basically put a new shiny coat of paint on it. So it's if you took your 1987 Corvette and decided, hey, we're going to put some fresh paint on it, some new tires, some new rims, or just clean everything, make it look as pretty as possible. Same color. Yeah, same color, but you're updating it. You're making it look pretty. But you're not really, yeah, you're just, you're you're prettying it up. So for a game, let's say uh, Super Mario 64 comes out and they decide to remaster it. The game itself, so the levels, the gameplay, the core game experience is going to remain the same. <clears throat> okay, so, so what will change? So you'll be playing the same. The only thing that is different are the visuals are updated more. Sometimes they'll do some bug fixes from the original that they couldn't mm-hmm. do because games didn't have patches back then. But the core gameplay is the same. There aren't necessarily new features added. Although sometimes there are. But if so, it still doesn't change the, the basics of the game or the core experience. So it's a, a spectrum. <laughs> No, because some of that is more like bug fixes. No, I know. Keep going. Keep going. All right, keep going. And then you have a remake. A remake is when you take what the original game was and you take the core concept of it. So that might mean the character goes on an adventure across this desert to save the princess. The remake will still tell that same core story, but it has been remade from the ground up. So it's it's like if someone took the idea and said, okay, this is what happens. Cool. I'm going to remake my own t- retelling of this or version of this. Okay, so how different I, does it need to be to start getting into remake category? When you have you completely have created use, new assets. When you, it's new exactly. assets, everything is recreated from the ground up. So in the case of The Last of Us, which is what we're talking about now, the original game, was has actually been remastered. I actually own the remaster. Yeah. That's the remaster. Played, actually. Yeah. The yeah. remaster just has better graphics. That's it. Nothing about the game runs better. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's meant to be more optimized, run smoother, but the game itself, in terms of controls, all that are the same. A remake means that everything from environments to character models, sometimes even dialogue, depending on how much they're sending it, are completely redone. And so if you look at some of the models from actually The Last of Us One, because I've been keeping up with some of this, and The Last of Us Remake, even some of the characters, like a oh yeah, name? a woman who's a bounty uh, hunter. Does that name yeah anything? yeah? Uh, I they there was that clip of her and it looks like Joel's friend. Yeah, but yeah, point is they show her and the they show her in the PS3 version. Spoiler, and then they show her. It's cool. nine years it's old. Cool. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. They show her in the PS3 version and then they show in the remake West, and it is two. It's not like one has slightly updated graphics. They made an entirely new character model. They actually did mocap work with the voice actress. Because they were doing the remake, because the technology didn't exist at the time. Another sign of a remake is you may have levels and sequences that still happen, but then the gameplay might actually look different. So you might have a tower sequence or a bridge sequence that exists in both games, the remake and the remaster. But for the remake, 
how it actually plays out may be entirely different because in the end, they're still making a totally new game. A fair example that could be comparable with movies is anytime you do well, like a reboot of a franchise. I think, so I think same yeah. story, it's, it's, same Spider-Man. Beats, new production. I, th- I think it's, it's actually easier to explain like comparable wise with music. Actually. Yeah, do it with music so, too. Same thing. So, they clean so up the like, tracks, they clean up the stuff and then another one, they just go back sure. in the studio and say, hey, here's the song. We're just going to do it again. Taylor so Swift. So it's like, yeah, that would be yeah. a remake. Great example, Brian. So it's like, you're welcome. How do they, how do they remaster Beatles albums now? Is because they still have all the original tracks, Wes. Right? Like they have like those guys went in, they recorded their parts, and we have those <coughs> tracks. You can remaster it because we can take those original takes and be like, let's put a little more reverb on it. Like let's EQ it a little bit. You can't remake a Beatles record now because you don't have john lennon to go in and play that part again so you can remaster things you take the original content you shiny it up as savant says a remake requires going in and actually doing it again the reason it's exciting for this game is because of the gameplay in last of us one is so dated and the gameplay of last of us two is beyond not dated it's probably the one of the best examples of melee combat we have right now so taking that amazing story, that amazing level design, that amazing plot, and redoing it with the visuals from 2, with the actual gameplay mechanics of 2, is I think why people are so excited about this. Another remake coming out I think people are really excited about is Knights of the Old Republic, right? Because that game is beyond dated. That game is like point and click, um, like... RPGs, the point and click yeah, RPGs. Yeah, I don't even know. What did that come out on? Like Xbox One, right? But it was like primarily like Windows XP. When you say Xbox One, you mean original Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. See how bad that naming is? Yeah, awful. Awful. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's not your fault, Mike. <laughs> the first Xbox. Um... No, that's actually a great, that's actually another great example. Well, actually, that's probably the, a really drastic one that's easy to kind of wrap your brain around, which is. Knights of the Old Republic being so simple and then whatever this new version that's still going to be a remake, but it's going to be so fundamentally different despite having similar beats and larger plot structure. I mean, the Final Fantasy VII remake is is another clear example. example. I think that was a PS1 game, right? And turn-based combat, they completely... Uh, they they took the story and then they just changed all the guts, right? It's a total gut renovation the gameplay is completely different. Now it's more of an action RPG. Still all the same story beats, same locations, but they completely remade them and made it look like and play like a PS4 game. I think maybe, Wes, where you might be struggling is with all the news about The Last of Us remake is only showing you the graphic side of thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it just it looks like it's just a, a touch-up, a repolish, right? That That's all we're able to see. But what they're not showing you exactly in these trailers is how the gameplay is changing, how they're using, you know, the haptics and the controllers and how they're probably, yeah, how the AI is going to function differently. And and probably I bet the menus, the, the, the HUD, the, the, how you switch uh, amongst your different weapons and, and the different positions you can take to fire a weapon, all that kind of stuff, I bet is going to be more closely aligned to The Last of Us 2. No, it's going to be the same the original thing. The Last of it's Us. It's going right? to be the same mechanics. Absolutely. And so all of that is going to be a vast different play experience from the original The Last of Us. So are you going to play it? Are you planning on playing it, Brian? So here's a... that This is a question, though. Uh, you know, it was only nine years ago that I played the first Last of Us. And I think the remake is going to cost as much as a regular PS5 game, like 70 bucks. And it doesn't mm. have the multiplayer that the original game had. Is that confirmed? Because they're coming out with the multiplayer. Yeah, because they're coming out with a separate multiplayer game. Standalone? Yeah, it's going to be its own oh. thing. You think it's going to be $70? That, Probably. I, it's a full price game. It's totally new from yeah, the ground up. Like, really? why would I be? Game, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah Demon's Souls. It's, a, to- goes, it's yeah. a totally new thing, like. Yeah. yeah, it's the same story structure, but everything else they're doing from the ground up. So it is yeah. a new experience. So, so I I am excited for this. I definitely want to. Will you it get a it try. on sale? I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be like a first day kind of buyer. But you'll get it on thing. sale. 
I'll get it on sale. Wait till it comes down in like maybe fifty bucks or something. Maybe I'll wait till I have a PS Five. Maybe, maybe that's no, the, no. Uh, okay, the that's right strategy. Yeah, I would, you and yeah, Mike on the yeah. same energy here. Maybe when I get a PS Five. Maybe when I log in and play Apex <laughs> yeah. with y'all. So, yeah, you know, I'm gonna play today. I'm gonna play <laughs> Apex today, and you get that swear for free, bud. Um, <laughs> for free. Then the the real question is. So it's actually you because, you know, normally I rag on Savon for not playing games. You've tried this and I don't think it's like a, you don't want to. I think you're just scared, huh? Oh, yeah. Some of the like survival horror elements. It's just, just too bit much. Too, it's just, so like, you're not, it's, are you going to play it? Oh, this it's going to be way scarier. Yeah, it's going to be way more stressful. Yeah, no, for I think, sure. I think this is going to fall into just that Resident Evil category of, hey, I You'll recognize start it's it. a good game. I know that the gameplay is good. I can acknowledge what it's good at, but it's not for me. And I'll probably just watch it on YouTube. Because okay. I still, because because I've heard nothing but amazing. I've heard one of the greatest stories ever. And I'll do you I know, know how the, the do you know how the first one ends? I have like some vague things because just because oh. spoilers throughout life. But like oh. if I watch, but hey, hold on. But it's if like I the like biggest mic drop of that generation. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. Sure. But if I sit and like watch it from the beginning, like even like today, I'm not. I think really you should play remember. it. I think you should try it. It's a it's, good you, game. I never you just get you just good. get hung up on the on the horror parts. It's literally just a there's survival horror elements that are just a little too stressful for my taste. Yeah, and it is I don't get so... to be enough of a badass in order to balance that out. Like if yeah. a game's gonna have me be well in two, like, I think. Odds, Here's like, the I thing, game, Like I had a pistol, bro. I had a pistol. I had like seven bullets, a brick, and a and a two by four. I was like, "What the hell is this?" If you nah, want I mean, a game that makes you, gonna, you I need, feel, I need to be strapped. If you're gonna put me in these kind of situations, no, bro. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. In two, like just because the melee combat is so good and like the gunplay itself isn't great, but the way like people's react, people react to getting shot. Like you really do feel like you're like an absolute force, like on the battlefield. I believe. I don't. I, I think you should try it. I think you should. I think you will get enough of like the, oh my God, I just absolutely brutalize that person. Like I feel a little better. I just like. Um, yes, God of War does that for me. I, I, I know, that. but this. Oh, this the last different. Of, the Last of Us 2 does as well. Like when you really like, it, like just the mechanics of the melee combat are just so by in a way, like I know. the best in the world that I think you would, that gap for you would be filled. I'm not going to pressure you on this one because it is horror and like. When when this came out, Curry texted it to me. He said, "He said I think I'm ready to be hurt again, and I don't think I am. Like The Last of Us Two is my favorite game of all time, and I don't think I don't know if I'm going to play this one. It's just, just too because much horror. That's all. That's all it's mean. not just for me. It's not the horror. It's at least with two, it wasn't so much like the the monster scary. It was the human scary and the the sad right. and the emotional game, gut punch. Yeah, that it's game like lot. that game stuck with me for like a month, and I don't know if I'm ready to go back." to that um so that so the thing I mean, I, I i'm kind of on board with you mike the thing that i'm actually more excited for is the last of us multiplayer standalone yes, multiplayer yes, game. yes if you remember factions in the first game it, yeah. it was actually a ton of fun yeah because of just just like what savan said you know you only got seven bullets and a two by four what are you gonna do with it <laughs> like that is a really fun element uh for multiplayer and then I'm somebody who doesn't who doesn't really engage in multiplayer a lot. So, uh, so the Last of Us one, the one that's coming out, has has its own standalone story. It's not using any of the characters from the main games. I think it takes place in a completely new mm-hmm. location in the Last of Us universe. Uh, and so I'm really excited to see where they take it. Uh, and the fact that they've made it a standalone game tells me that they have really put a lot into this uh, to make it you know, worth worth its own weight. And I don't know if y'all been around the past few years, but Naughty Dog does not have a lot of misses. So I'm very excited for that. I didn't play Factions because I, I, I wasn't aware of Last of Us until way later on, I think when Factions kind of wasn't live anymore. So I think it's it has a lot of potential and I'll be interested to see how a studio that's only really made single player games really leans into uh, standalone multiplayer. Horizon? Ooh, the other thing that came out. So there is some other news that kind of came out. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Pick what you want. We already talked about PS Plus tiers went live. Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is a virtual reality setup wait, of wait, some wait, sort. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Before Savon, because we should talk about that, because you know I'd love to get on record Savon talking about the game that I was on record convincing him to play. Um, but before that, like one minute, 
I have no idea the PS Plus tiers because I've been in my hole trying to get my life together. Can someone explain to me in one minute, like, what are the different tiers and should I upgrade? You do not need to upgrade. The tiers provide different levels of service. Most of it has to do with access yeah, well, to classic series. So one, the, the second highest tier of service gives you access to... Uh, a bunch of just free games you can get downloaded for like the five that are. So it's just Game Pass. Hold on, and you uh, get I guess I mean I guess it's Game Pass, and I guess you get PS4 games, and then if you have the highest tier one, you get access to a bunch of downloadable PS4, PS3, I think even PS2, PS1 era games. So the tiers are good if you want to play lots of old school classics, and then also get a bunch of free, basically like big flagship PS5 games. Are there good PS5 games on it? Like it's a game that like, we so. play and talk about on the pod. Like it's some big dog game. I think if you move to the second tier, you can get. Some I know they have like games, Guardians like of the Galaxy. I have no, that. yeah, it was like, yeah. So you so, know, stuff that like games that we have played. So you probably have them, but if you're someone who doesn't have them, it's a the service makes sense to get because you just how get much a bunch more of, expensive is it? Not a lot. Like like Google. Five bucks more I think it's yeah, five five dollars. It probably it probably adds increments. up to like an extra hundred bucks a year or something like that if you get the don't come here for information, folks. Just hot takes. Um, I mean, I could have right. had that ready. I just didn't think we were going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right. Never mind. It's all right. It's um, your fault, Wesley. You're the producer. Do your own do your own research out there, friends. Look into it. But I, I do think it didn't really seem worth it for us or for Not me. Not for us. Yeah. It didn't. If, it, it's good if you like games. old school games. Like, yeah. if you like to, if you're someone who's a throwback gamer who just loves to play old games and you don't care about all the newfangled stuff, you just want to play the games you played when you were younger, this is 100% worth every penny. But. But that's not really us. You don't think like the concept has kind of come out in practice as much as Game Pass has? Like it's not actually kind of. I mean, Game Pass also has newer games. Like they drop yeah. day one releases yeah. onto Game Pass. Yeah. And this is specifically for nostalgia people. <clears throat> All right. So PS Plus tiers went live uh, a few days ago. Horizon Call of the Mountain VR2. I don't think we have the VR2 headset yet or no, not yet. Uh, hardware yet, but they've announced that it's coming and they're going to uh, this might be their flagship launch title that they're par- pairing with it. But Horizon Forbidden West also de- uh, updated with New Game Plus this week and I know Savan's been itching to check that out. Mhm. This weird Stray Cat game called Stray. Oh, is I'm so up. pumped for that. In a, in I'm a looking forward to that. I am so pumped for that. That looks so cool. <laughs> Why are you rolling fire. your eyes? Why are you rolling your no, eyes? You're gonna get. Original. You're gonna get to talk about what you want to talk about. Let me get through the effing list. Street Fighter Six. <laughs> There's this weird game that's described as a dating action game called Eternites, or like Eternal Plus Nights. So Eternites. I don't. It looks weird. <laughs> new, there's looks a new. Good. There's a new Final Fantasy coming. God of War Ragnarok is coming. So a bunch of stuff just got kind of announced, re-previewed again. Is there anything that's you know tickling your fancy here, Mike? Do you want to go first? You seem somewhat excited about Stray. I'm so excited about. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know enough like uh, actually about the game to talk about it. Other than that, you got to play as a cat, and it seems like it's a cool world, and you got to like. Do you like parkour as a cat? What are you talking about, Simone? Like, how are you? <laughs> you got so high up and you said, well, actually, you, I don't uh, really uh, yeah. know. Yeah, well, I don't know enough. I don't, <laughs> you I don't... were doing flips off the wall, and then as soon as Wes <laughs> asked you for some follow up, you just was like, oh. I just, yeah. <laughs> well, look, I'm excited about it. The passion is there, but I don't, like, I, I'm not, I can't talk about the game other than you play as a cat, and everybody I, likes cats. Yeah, but I, I am like interested. It. Are you Nobody playing the new cats. game plus, Simone? Uh, the Horizon New Game Plus? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. New Game Plus is like a defining element for any single player story for me. If you're going to let me level up and be this dope thing, I need to be able to play through the game being dope from the beginning. Nothing upsets me more than fighting an early game boss, and that's before you've hit your final form. You don't feel OP, though? Like, it doesn't seem boring? I jacked the, I jacked the difficulty up. Did you do the high thing? Because I know they added a new difficulty. I mean, I do what highest? I think. I, I do what I think is fun. I think the problem with some games is that the highest difficulty turns into enemies just being health sponges, and I'm like, sponges, okay, yeah. it's not fun. So, point is, I bounce, I make it as hard as I, I think is that. fun to where it's like I have my full toolkit. I can experience the game a second time and appreciate the themes again, and now I get to be gangster and have instead have to worry about. Do you me. get it? Can I can I say a spoiler? I can say a spoiler of the first yeah. game, right? Do you get to keep the bird? Once you, I, I was reading, once you get to the mountain, after you do, like, basically the opening intro prologue of the game, 
once you get to the original mountain, yes, you do have the bird for the majority of the game. Oh, that'd be cool. So it's a good quality of life. Bitch. I've never done a new game plus one. They let you life. change your armor. Let you oh see if an action game doesn't have new game plus that I'll, I just might not even get it. it. Like that 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 ruins Cyberpunk. That's more than such a else. savant thing. <laughs> oh my god! I put was didn't I say months ago? Like, hey man, I'm gonna wait for that new game plus to eventually come out, and then I'm gonna hop right back in. Didn't I say that months ago? And so guess what? How, as soon as I found like, out, how does that? Okay. So obviously that was a big thing in Elden Ring. So how far did you get an Elden Ring on your second? Because that's a like multiple playthroughs is actually baked into the larger process. I'm pretty fine to my second Elden Ring playthrough. Yeah. Like on both of those, I played for the I played to experience the narrative and then become really cool and fleshed out build. And then I want to experience the game with my completed build a second time. But if you don't even give me the opportunity, that legit takes away from a game because I'm less invested in building my character. Because now all my in-game stuff, I can barely use it because I'm at the end of the game. You know, I, I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I, I understand but it. But also, you know, I can't just play a game once. Like, I'm definitely, I'm not going to be the one who plays a game once and then it's done. I so, finish a game and I put it away and 99 times out of 100, I never touch me it again. Me too. Yeah. See, yeah, for me, 80 that, hours would, on one game, that's plenty. That's enough. See, now, see, I don't buy a game if I don't play, intend on, like, replaying it multiple times. It's like... Did you like like did someone write out these rules for you to live your life by? And no, just I like, just as, I'm just a reflective well person. To, no, I'm I, just reflective, so I recognize and think about what I like about things, so I can make better decisions. That's what I was saying. It's like it's it's well thought out. You have your reasoning and your arguments. Like for me, it's a waste of money to buy a game, spend sixty five dollars on a game, play it once, and, then and only play it once. <laughs> for me, like for me, Apex, I've gotten like I put way more money oh, into Apex yeah. than other games, but I've gotten so yeah. many hours out of. Yeah, it sure, it sure. By sure, like a long sure, mile. Sure. Compared to like I bought Breath of the Wild. I, never I think I've put it. like, like twenty dollars into Apex. See, for me, I, I value time gameplay I get out of it. That's what I value most. Savon's so, like hour to dollar ratio is must be ridiculously high. Like twenty <laughs> hours oh, to the dollar. Oh. Oh, 20? No, way more than that. <laughs> but Savon keeps his hours played secret, so we'll never be able to actually do that math. <laughs> I mean, point is that, you know, if I get a game, I'm going to get a lot no, of time but, out of it. But and that's 80 not a hours in play. a single playthrough or a 100-hour Witcher playthrough is a good amount. Oh, no. Like for Witcher, that's big Witcher. Buck, man. No, like for, no, like Witcher was amazing. You said like, no. Like Witcher, like Witcher was amazing. <laughs> I had the most fun with Witcher when I was New Game Plus in it. That was when it was that for me. I the don't. Peak experience I, is the plus I experience. don't disagree with that, or I don't. I don't. I understand that, but I don't see how one playthrough, if there isn't new game plus, it's a deal breaker. I mean, I get it. I get your argument, but we it's played, just like, it's that's we ridiculous. We play those games for different reasons. You play to finish the story. I, play I to think we live life for different reasons. <laughs> I didn't ask to be All right, so Brian. What are you interested uh, yeah, in? Same. Absolutely same. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, that's sorry, why I always sorry, say Savon is perfectly crafted to just be like my foil. <laughs> like, what is more polar opposites than a short, chubby Jew from New York and a tall, Don't lanky even. black man from Southern Louisiana? Like <laughs> oh me and Savon are a literal yin and yang. <laughs> but it's like not just surface level. It's... It's deep. at the soul level. Yeah. It really it's, is. It, runs deep. it re it re I, I used to say ones. like I I'm an atheist, but Savon makes me believe in God because I can't believe someone so perfectly crafted to irritate me could just appear on this earth. <laughs> Savon really took advantage of me though this week with uh with our different different philosophies and ideologies around. Wait, what gaming. did I do? So I was I was playing as his character he likes to play in an apex. Her name is Rampart. She's just a very like tough you it out character. You can't take Rampart. Even I know that. No, no, no. I, I was playing on my own. I wasn't playing with Savon. Oh, uh, okay. And I was, like him, I was telling him. I was telling him, you know, that I was doing. I was having some success. I was channeling my inner Savon as best as possible. And you know, he was like, you know, let me tell you some tips and tricks for her. <laughs> and so he's proceeding to tell me, you know, she's fairly a fairly defensive character. Then he was like, you know, when you got that Sheila loadout that they've buffed her with, you know, now I really use her offensively. You better be pushing into buildings, capitalizing on crash. I love on this crash. impression right now. And, and I'm, you know, me, Savan has very often, when me and him talk about things, just come from a completely different angle where I'm like, well, oh, I yeah. I don't, you know, that's like, that's just not how I think about things. And so I'm thinking he's, he's being legit. He's being genuine. And telling me, you know, how to how he thinks about playing low, uh, 
playing as Rampart. And he's just going on and on for maybe two or three minutes. Our buddy Tyler is in the chat and just like he had to turn himself on mute because I'm like, you know, I don't know, Savon, if that really works. And he was like, no, trust me, like that's the pl- that's the meta right now. And then finally, after a while, he just breaks character and starts <laughs> laughing at me. And I'm like, bro, I was really trying to listen to you and like trust you here. Uh, and you just, you just stepped on my and said, Savon, I can't let you do this any longer. What a shame. Because me and Tyler have had conversations. You know, in the past like, where I, I said, feel like. I'm going to sabotage other people so that they don't use my main. <laughs> I was just like, Christ. oh, people are going to use Rampart because of the buff. Let me just make sure I just actively sabotage people so that they play poorly and then don't want to use it. And then I can keep using her. You know, I think. <laughs> Tyler just absolutely was like, I have to put it into this. The long con. <laughs> it was good. Was like, he went on and on. I was convinced and I sold that. <laughs> Me and Savon like are on some spectrum of like dogmatism, right? Like we just have absolutely <laughs> sorry, like dig our feet in the ground, think of things one type of way, and like that's it. Wesley's just like off the spectrum, just like wandering around somewhere, lost, forget where he came from. And then Brian is just the only one here that actually like thinks about things. I feel like all of us are just like, this is the way it is. And it's just gonna be that way. I trust other people. I got. I. I. I like to be empathetic. I. I try I to the, see things from things. other people's point no, of view. No, you don't. I trust no, people. I don't think so at all. No, you Mr. don't. Are we talking about West? No, masters on a spectrum yeah. or whatever. Oh uh, no, West just like is. I yeah, think West I West is just chaos. West is just <laughs> it's chaotic not neutral. You are just absolutely chaotic. West, I don't neutral. think you realize how many people who are unrelated to each other all. <laughs> Have multiple scratch their head moments at some of your takes. All of us, <laughs> it happens with Kendall and Tyler. Like these are people who don't even all know each other, and it's all just like, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> what are you, what's going on, B? It's okay, but come on, you got to be honest. Like I don't, I don't agree with that. Okay. Brian, we still love you. Anything stand out for you? Thanks for your love. I don't agree with people's perceptions of me either. Wes. I don't. So we're all good. <laughs> Brian, what, what was the question? Brian. Oh, is there Ryan. a question? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you excited about any of these? I mean, I'm excited to get a PS5 someday. Yeah, what's what's good with... Are you tr- still actively trying? Like, I, what is the, so what I, is check, I check this Discord every now and again for drops and whatever. I am, I am not actively pursuing this. Yeah, it can't be that hard now. I Can mean, it? it's it's still I don't is. The emotional it's capacity, still is. bro. That you, is hard. You still you still gotta show up when the drop happens and like yeah. snatch it. Uh, you know, cross your fingers, cross your toes, do all that kind of like magic, and then hope you get one. Uh, but I keep missing the drops. I'm just like I don't know. I'm not, I'm a little demoralized. But I will say, the PS5 news is you know is kind of titillating, if you will. Uh, the thing that caught my attention a lot was actually the Horizon Call of the Mountain VR 2. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, I'm really looking forward to the day when VR games are actually worth playing and VR set is amazing and incredible experience. Like in our imagination, right? VR should be, it should be fucking bonkers and wild and the best experience ever, but it just hasn't been for its entirety of existence. It's yeah. just like a silly, it's a silly headset. You look like an idiot and you're you're walking around and doing nothing. But the Horizon Call of the Mountain game kind of looks pretty cool because, I mean, it's the Horizon world and you're seeing, I don't even remember the names of these robots, but, you know, they're coming right at you. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know how they can make the gameplay, though, feel solid in that situation, but... I have faith that you know someday they'll figure it out. But at least the horizon setting is is really interesting yeah. and cool. Yeah. Like usually these VR games are like, what IP is that? Like, like why did they make the environments look that way? Like this is just a waste of everybody's time. So uh, yeah, at least you're getting you're getting horizon in this, and you get to experience the world in that first person perspective. Do y'all so, like VR games? Because well, VR I feels had really a VR. intense for me. Yeah, and I tried I, it with yours, and it felt really intense. It I don't is know, intense. But that's been years, but that's also been several years. But what is y'all experience with just VR gaming? Because maybe this is me becoming an old person and saying, no, I just want a controller and a TV. But so does I it have feel one. like a gimmick, or does it feel 
Does it feel or too gimmicky one. to be something you consistently indulge in? I think Can it I... still feels too gimmicky with like all the swinging motions and moving around, right? They they haven't figured out how to get the gameplay on False. par with a controller. All right, let me because uh, I had one, but I I actually gave it away to friend of the show and co-star Will Katz. Um, Will Katz. I had one. I had one. I had the PSVR one. There are the thing is like. There are, I think the real good ones are all just for computer, um, but I think the PSVR 2 is kind of following the same concept of the PS5 where it's like the hardware is really optimized to work well together, so I think it's going to lend itself to actually being a mainstream competitor in the VR space. I think you're largely right, Brian. A lot of it is kind of gimmicky and corny, um, but at the same time, also Savannah is right, and like it can be really intense, like... Resident Evil 7 VR is the sca- like movie TV show game is is the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Period. Like well, I, I just couldn't pay even, someone to just murder me. I couldn't even, I couldn't, <laughs> even I couldn't even play it. It was so scary. Like Beat Saber is a really amazing experience, but I think also with what Savon said, like I never was just sitting by myself like, "Oh, I'm going to take out my VR and play right now." Like it turned into a party a party trick essentially and i would only bring it out to like scare people during parties not even a flex no it was fun it's a fun thing it's like a game to do at parties like bringing out yeah. a board game i was like yeah, oh let's flex. all play it's a flex mike how is that about? i'm not bragging maybe i no, was like hey look at this cool techno party thing we can all do it's fun that's yeah still a good, it's not I, I a bad thing but it's like hey that's different than hey let's all play some apex at this party yeah, for sure. So it's like getting everyone to play Beat Saber was fun and yeah. like scaring my buddy like with the resident like we'd always like draw short draw straw straws and the loser had to play yeah. the game. Um, but is it but enjoyable? It, oh, maybe if you a, got kids. So maybe setting? if you got kids, it could be fun. As a, no, because not everybody can play Brian? at the same time. Yeah, is no, it but you can all saying yeah. Oh, for sure, it's like... hilarious because you see on the TV what's on the headset. So when they're playing Beats, Beat Saber, everybody's kind of like hanging out, vibing to the music, or everybody's laughing at you doing the horror thing. So it really, it, a lot of the times, it was. Would I want to sit and watch someone play like VR Skyrim for an hour? No, but like the actual like kind of fun party stuff was really cool. But. I think in terms of being like a actual like daily use or like regular use thing, like it's just not there yet. And I so I think maybe the core of it, you're right, Brian, is kind of the the corny gimmicky stuff. But I think the the ceiling of it is kind of what Savon is saying. Like it can be really powerful. So I think it's just one of those things that's gonna like you know grow over time. Like you know, Last of Us Two messed me up for a month. I don't think Pong really like devastated anybody for any period of time <laughs> back in the day. So like. Is this kind of where it is? So it's interesting that it stuck out to you that way. I think it's also like it's it can be very creative in unique ways. And I think like for people like you that are visually creative minded, it can be an interesting thing. But and it's not there yet, but I think VR2 might be a real competitor. Yeah. So new Street Fighter. I never was a huge Street Fighter player growing up. I was more of like a Namco game. So I played a lot of Soul Calibur Tekken. I used to play a lot of the Marvel versus Capcom games. But Street Fighter still, they consistently put out great fighting games. Despite how long the series has been around, they have an extremely loyal fan base. So I've never been super deep into Street Fighter. But from what I've seen with the game, they do a really good job of innovating generation to generation. And so curious to see, all right, like we have a real next gen big name fighting game. What are they going to? What are they going to do? What's going to be different? I feel like fighting games by design don't benefit as much from the next gen technology because they're more gameplay than visual focus. So, you know, Namco and uh, not Namco, sorry, Capcom's been going strong with the series for decades now. What are they going to do to kind of be want to still stay a staple fighter? Uh, I might get it. And then God of War. Like, I think they confirmed we're getting it this year. We're getting it this year. No, I thought they said 2023. I thought I was hearing more stuff from uh, Jaffe that was that it would be this year. Maybe I'll have to like double check Maybe on that. I'm wrong. Oh no, you're right. You're right. My bad. Okay, yeah, it is 2022. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, I'm very excited. I've been I've been playing the God of War series since the original God of War on PS2. It's one of the closest franchises to my heart, and I'm I've loved what they did with the most recent one, making it a modern, mature, narrative-driven game. I can't wait to see what happens next with the story and just how they've been building out this world. But for once, a cold take from Savon. 
Well, I mean, for me, this is just this is me being hyped for something because, like, you know, there's not a lot of games where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just get this immediately. Like, I'll pre-order God of War, like straight up. I, like I said, I've bought pretty much every game in that franchise for the last ten, if not almost thirteen years. So that kid's I'm, annoying. I'm ready. Wes, you no, have a kid. Not. If you don't think that your child at that age, for whatever reason, isn't going to be annoying, and <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Kids just are annoying, bro. Just because kids are annoying doesn't mean they have to be in the media we consume. <laughs> like, does little Princess Leah have to be that annoying? Princess first Leia? of all, first of all, Atreus is an awesome character. Watching yeah, him be agree. bratty and then agree. actually have agree. character growth is sick. I'm I'm actually replaying God of War right now. I was playing the other day. And Maybe I haven't the seen the growth yet. I'm literally I at the playing. scene where he apologizes to Brock and Sindri because he's like, hey, straight up, I was a real jerk. I was acting entitled because of this. I'm sorry. And you're uh, like, hey, we yeah, forgive you. Yeah, like, character right. develops right. amazing. It was I didn't get to that part yet. Oh, In my yeah. mind, he's still a jerk. In New Game Plus, are you allowed to beat his ass? <laughs> <laughs> With your fire blades. That's part Good. of being OP, right? <laughs> Good yeah. God, y'all, <laughs> man, Wes. Look, don't, don't, don't f up around Wes, because once he's decided, you just no chance to show, no chance to show you could change. Also, a Leia, Leia is not annoying, but I'm excited to talk about Obi Wan and explain why. Yeah. All right. So we're not going to talk about Top Gun. So I'm giving the viewers, the listeners, some homework. Go watch Top Gun Maverick. Come back and listen. This is also homework for Savan and Mike. To go to the theater, experience the just sound, the visuals. It's kind of fun. Um, God don't bless go, America. Don't go for the story. It's not the best story you've ever heard. Go for the visuals. Just enjoy yourself. Uh, we'll also be talking about Obi-Wan the next time we get together. The end of that series will have happened by the time we record next so hopefully everybody else who's listening out there will also be watching it except miles who apparently gave up on it sorry miles friend of the show i also want to see i had a couple friends give up on that show i've seen uh, well he actually gave up on star wars the entire gave up on obi-wan well he no not like it yeah i know a few yeah he watched it and he was like i'm giving up on star wars altogether he's not not yeah what do you want? Let's all give up on oh Star Wars. Yeah, let's all <laughs> give up on life and the small joys. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back next time. And Bullet Train? I kind of want to see it. It looks funny. What is it's Bullet, my kind of Bullet Train looks good. Uh, ugh, take what us is Bullet out, Train? Wes. <laughs> all right, friends. Hit us up on right at confidently underscore pod on Instagram. Look for the stories. Respond to them. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're enjoying. We're out. Stay cool. Have some ice cream. It's hot. Bye. (laughs) Bullet Train is some stupid, like, studio action movie. It's like, oh, Brad Pitt was an assassin.